Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hi, welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something. Laugh at something. (laughs) On today's episode, we explore the concept that the customer is always right. And joining the show to explore that concept is Gabrielle Potier and John Giacconi. But first, the intro. I'm tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a pawn while they play. I'm tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. As usual, I'm joined by my good friend, Danny DeVilla. What up, what up, what up? Thank you, Gabby, and thank you, John, for joining us from Quebec. How you doing, guys? Thank you for having us on today. I appreciate you taking the time. Now, at a certain point in uh, in retail service and service industry, the customer's always right was a concept orig- uh, designed to place the customer in a value uh, position. And uh, given today's culture, there's like online reviews and the culture of Karens and things like that. How does that phrase resonate with you? I think that that concept started off with very good intentions. I think I did my research last night on it being like, who's the guy who invented this? Uh, <laughs> but uh, who did it? Who was it? <laughs> and I think it was more because like uh, customers weren't treated well, like way back when, right? <clears throat> so they kind of invented this concept to be like every complaint is valid. Okay. So it was kind of like a pushback against, you know, the, the big, big companies, but then uh, kind of taken to another level these days with how, you can kind of get revenge online, you know? Yeah. So that, that that's kind of been really, I think, exaggerated. But, you know, the customer is always right. It, it is something that has kind of taken a new form in terms of I can do anything I want because I'm a customer. Yeah, see, that's the difference. Yeah, they're not always right. They're right until they're wrong. And then when they're wrong, they're wrong. Yeah. Because, like, if, if you use the customers already always right, like, you could come into my restaurant and spit on the floor and be like, well, where's my, where's my soda? You know, like, it's, it's, it's <laughs> you, you, you can't really, like, people seem to take that literally, but, I, like, they don't know that it's a pushback against when it was really the big company just not caring about the, the, the customer. Now, that makes a lot of sense because I don't agree with that, with that uh, at all. You know, the customer is always right as a phrase. But the sentiment is there, you know, the sentiment is basically, you know, treat the customer as if they're always right, uh-huh. you know, meaning, yeah. you know, you want you want to you want to make them happy. And that's that's pretty much the goal. So let's give everybody some background and let's tell them where you are. Gabby, why don't you run through where we're at? We are in Montreal, Quebec. Okay. Our restaurant is in a slightly more affluent neighborhood called West Mount. We have a really great, really loyal clientele, which we're super appreciative of. Uh, do you have anything to add to I that? I was waiting for the that being said part. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I know. We, we have very, very wonderful guests. They're, they're nice, but... Who are always right. Yeah. Until they're not. No, exactly. I think that... <laughs> 
she was saying it's like a relatively more affluent, but this is one of the most affluent neighborhoods in Canada. Uh, it comes with uh, with a lot of kind of baggage and 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 listen, ninety five percent of our customers are great. Uh, yeah. It's kind of the five percent that ruin it for everybody, and so that's kind of the background here. Where but the thing is, because of COVID and because of limited seating, we've kind of been able to filter through the ones that are terrible, okay. which has actually been great because you know you're taking the real estate we had, which is now limited, and basically like if they're annoying on the phone, you're not coming. You know, it's very, very simple. So, so you may the, the pandemic is was that. Um, as you said, uh, if they're knowing on the phone, is that the only way that the you're are you reservation based? We are a reservation based, and actually, we currently are doing ninety percent of our reservations online. Okay, and we only answer the phone between two and four p.m. Okay, and do you do uh, lunch uh, and and dinner service or just? dinner i i'm doing monday to friday dinner only okay uh because that's what i have as far as staffing and i'm not even open saturday sunday oh wow okay so living the dream yeah. that living is the dream. that is banker's hours my friend almost <laughs> <laughs> by the way i'm hiring man what weekends off <laughs> well I, I i will come to montreal once you open up them borders buddy oh yeah oh yeah that's true there is that yeah. <laughs> So through the lens of the customers always right, what challenges do you have in marrying what your the government's guidelines for reopening with what your customers' expectations or or what they just what they they want? Oh boy. I this has been like such a that's such a loaded question because it's been it's been a daily struggle. Is we've discovered that the customers are more excited to go out than we could actually legally and also from a manner of labor uh, take care of. Like, I can't take a group. Okay. You know what I mean? People are like, oh, man, like, great. Like, you're open. You can take my group for my birthday. I'm like, no, nah, man. Like, I, A, I don't want to take a group of 15 people. And B, like, I don't have the staff. And C, we're not even allowed. So what's your limit? And, and what's your a, limit over there? Right now, as of now, tables inside is maximum 10. Okay. Tables outside is maximum twenty, because um, it's just it's it's kind of uh, Montreal has been pretty open, relatively speaking, mm -hmm. compared to the rest of Canada. Because we had a complete curfew, we had a curfew for four months. Everyone in like in their house by nine, and whether or not you think that contributes to a, a, a drop in cases is is uh, is up to uh, we'll find that out in ten years. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we're we're pretty good here. Like we have like twenty cases a day in Montreal, Fantastic. which is relative. Like it's nothing. Yeah. But uh, Gabby can tell you how, like, we've both basically, both basically been saying no to people for six weeks. Yeah. Which sometimes feels very liberating to just say no, <laughs> sorry. No. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, no. Still no. Well, it's also like, we, we can't accommodate you because of checks, notes, COVID restrictions, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. yeah. Sorry, it's checks, notes again. Still a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people kind of forgot. A lot of our customers are double vaccinated, so they think that maybe rules shouldn't apply to them in the way that they do still apply. Okay. Uh, the government has been, hasn't been super clear with the public in general about it, so I understand some confusion and some sort of like, well, why can't you take my group of 20 people? Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, well, they've kind of left it us to uh, up to us to police and inform what the regulations are, which has been, once again, as she's saying, kind of liberating because you can just say no, but it's also been, it's been quite taxing. Like, you know, playing a cop, like put your mask on, stop talking to your friend. 
your friend doesn't want to talk to you anyways. Like, cause yeah. also everyone here knows each other. It's, oh. it's a small tight knit community. So to get someone to the table is often like, like, uh, like he makes three stops at other tables, which legally right now we're not allowed. Okay. They, yeah. they have to go it's, directly to the table. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mask, mask on while standing, mask off while sitting, no talking at the tables. That, that's, that's the one thing that's clear. Wait, what? No talking at the table? No, no talking to other tables. Oh, two other tables. Oh, okay, okay. 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 Go out your <laughs> I was like, no talking. Yeah. <laughs> no talking. <laughs> okay. Just, uh, I, I give them a pencil and a paper. <laughs> and you walk around with a ruler and you slap their knuckles with it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually been like, as a, as a restaurant operator, kind of a bit great that we have these tight restrictions that I have to enforce. Because like, for once, I'm like, you, sit down. You, stop talking to your friend. <laughs> No, I can't. Like it's yeah. it's been like I'm I'm kind of like semi enjoying the fact that like we have all this uh, this this kind of regulatory power at tables. I'm I'm actually not because it's very tiring. But sometimes you're like, dude, like get out of the way, man. Sit down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Instead of the customer always being right, you're basically constantly telling them that they're wrong. Yeah, it's great. And actually. they don't want to hear it though. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Especially if they're not. No, uh, you can't do that. What do you mean? I. They are not compliant. No. Yes, non-compliant. Two demerits. Yeah. <laughs> But what, what about you guys? Like, how open is it? Like, how, like, are, is it up to the restaurant to enforce what's going on? But Or is also, like, America, you guys do what you want? Okay, it's America, so we do what we want. No. The United <laughs> States of America isn't very united, you're going to find out. So each state okay. has its own set of challenges, its own set of rules and things like that. Because geographically, uh -huh. what would work in New York City is not going to work in Montana. So... Florida, we're in South Florida, and Florida in particular has been one of the first because we have a lot of open air, open spaces, and the climate yeah. to, to to take advantage of it. A lot of our restaurants do have an outside component, and so uh -huh. we shut down last year, Danny, for what two months? Yeah, we shut down from uh, March fifteenth, and I think the reopen date was like the third week in May. Um, and then, but we, you know, we were under restrictions pretty much all summer until almost to the new year. And then, uh, and then things started to lighten up once we started getting vaccines. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so during, during, uh, during our restrictions, it was, you know, parties, I believe six. our cap on parties were eight, six, six. to eight or something like yeah, that. Small. Like they six. kept moving the goalposts too. So it was really confusing. Uh, you know, uh, food service had to, had to wear gloves. You always had to wear a mask if you're, um, I mean, still now, uh, now that things are, you know, relaxed, it's up to the restaurant. And so most restaurant employees have to wear a mask, but okay. they don't have to. Some, As far as some establishments I've gone to, and the, the employees don't really even At, uh, wear a mask. My, my place is a little, a little more corporate than Marlins, and we, it, you were allowed, the mask came off as long as you were fully vaccinated. You still have to wear a mask if you're not. Okay. Because, you know, in, in Quebec, actually, they're going to be doing passports. Like, and, and that is, if the case count goes up, you're going to have a paper being like, I'm allowed to go in a restaurant. And if you're not vaccinated, you can't go. Oh, oh wow. Okay. But that is, yeah, but that's only if there was a flare up. And, and like, uh, listen, do I disagree with that? Kind of no. I think it's, you know, it's. It's, it's better than it's, shutting you yes, down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but like, you can, you can go on a rights and freedoms thing. But it's like, also, like, if you're going to ruin things for everyone, like, you know. Just don't come, right? Because also, like, we, we were um, in the Stanley Cup Finals, which you guys may or may not know about because you whooped us. 
and we only had uh 2000 fans allowed at the game oh you know okay uh, and that that kind of was yeah 2000 so that was kind of like a precursor to people being like listen there's 20 cases a day what are we doing here mm-hmm. so now last week they were like you know what you're gonna get a qr code and in september if it goes up you can still go to restaurants and the people who aren't vaccinated can't go okay so let's let's get to do you ever have a customer that's just not fit so if you, if you have a customer, sometimes we've had guests that come in and they're and essentially they're regulars, not, you know, a full regular, but they, oh, every time we come here, this and that, and they're, they're constantly being uh, a pain. A pain. And then you start to wonder, why is it that you decide to come here if you're going to... But that's the thing. I've often said, like, and this is something I've, I've kind of, my filter has been gone since COVID when I hear, like, Every time I come here, this I'm just like, then why are you coming like, back? You need to be making better decisions in your life. You hate my restaurant so much. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I've, I've said that. It's like, wow. and I, I say as a joke sometimes with half serious, people are like, you know what? My other favorite restaurant, they let me do this. I'm like, how about you go there? You know? Yeah. Like, go there. You know? <laughs> like, we're, we're going to be doing, I'm going to be doing me here and you're going to do what? But like, Gabby can tell you that the, the last time I was here and every time I come here, this. Is like basically people saying hi, how are you? Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, John, what what advice do you give to your managers when dealing with customers' complaints? You know, I'm I know it can be really challenging because sometimes they don't. We have to have the veil of we're running a business and we want to make things right. But if you're going to step, you you don't want to make it personal. But you, what advice do you give to your managers? I don't know, Gabby, what advice do I give you? Because I often black out during <laughs> PTSD is just blocked in your well, mind after it happens. Yeah, no, no. Oh, I think that every customer should be given the benefit of the doubt. I think that, and I do think if someone doesn't like something, like you shouldn't start arguing at the table with them. I don't think that that's, we are in the service industry, you know, yeah. and if someone doesn't like something, my and my goal for you is to enjoy your time. Mm-hmm. And I'll take the, the hit if I need to. When it becomes problematic, if this becomes habitual and it's this becomes unreasonable, if the person just doesn't like food, I can't help. It, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, like, <laughs> well, I've actually said to people like who've tasted like all the wines on my wine list. I'm like, have you ever considered that you don't like wine? Like maybe you just don't like wine. If you keep trying all, ah, not this one. You know, you might not like wine. <laughs> but but Gabby will yeah. tell you. I think that it's politeness. But once they reach a certain point, it's just a get out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We have to draw a line for sure. Because otherwise it just comes, especially now, it becomes kind of abusive because people are so, I guess, starving for the normal that they, they used to have, you know, where they're going out and they're seeing friends and they're treated a certain way that they're just kind of acting a little bit more childish and just kind of like, give me this, give me that. Cause they think we've also been starving and suffering, which we have the restaurant industry took a huge hit. Oh, big time. So like oh. as much as we try to deal with people kindly and try to make them have the best experience possible, there's definitely lines that we've been drawing. And I think we've been drawing them more severely, too, we've, more we've sternly, more sternly and more clear about, what we want to accommodate here okay and it's been actually really a, a, a reset in terms of and one of one of the things is not answering the phones anymore because mm-hmm. it became a problem where we're getting calls and like most of the phone calls were arguing with people about why i won't take their groups and arguing with people about why i have no room so eventually like i remember it was the second night i'm like gabby unplug the phones <laughs> yeah. unplug it. 
Unplug so it. do you have like a, a ring back that when they it rings it says we do not take uh, you know parties of ten or more. <laughs> uh, you just lay it out the just rules. Says, we that the, the the rules are laid out on my Instagram account. Okay, which uh, which are are pretty clear. Um, but it basically says like, listen, we ask the fo- the phone between two and four, but like we don't. Here's the thing: if you're not physically capable of using a reservation system on your phone. Is this someone you really want to accommodate? Like, if is, is you know what I mean? Like, someone who was not willing to learn or get their kids to do it for them. <laughs> like, if you're calling a restaurant, like, it's just it's something that, like, we've noticed that since we reopened, our the the demographic has gone down like twenty years, and you know why? Okay, we don't answer the phones. Yeah, that that makes sense. That's interesting. Yeah. Now you're right about the guests, though. They have been out of control. Okay. Since this whole thing, yeah. like, yeah. they went in their house and they came out and they forgot how to act completely. <laughs> uh, Danny, yeah. they never knew how to act. It's just no, you're that, right. You know, <laughs> we've been here the whole time taking it to the face. So it's 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 uh, sometimes I feel like it's the 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 stigma of the DMV, right? You deal with it so many times with the same questions, with the same BS, with the same circular logic. Like, so what if I sit next to them at this table and then we just pull the tables together, you know, and you're like, listen, I'm not going to argue with you. We can't put a big table together for, you know, 24 people. And it's so funny. What if I make what if I made 12 reservations at two people? What about that? Why can't you do that? I don't understand. And we basically like, and that's the problem. You don't understand. True. And that's it's, the it's problem. not even that. It's just give me. Like, yeah. No. I've had people straight up be like, I, I'm like, I want to be a table of eight. Oh I'm God. like, no. <laughs> and then they reserve. Okay. I'll reserve for four. I'm like, cool. They go in their car and they see up. Oh, I see another table for four available at the same time. That means you can take my group. I'm like, you know what? And then actually, came back. I'm like, oh, actually, wow. you know what that means? Oh, that means that I'm canceling your reservation and you're not coming. I've, that's, what I, that's what I've said. You're just not coming. No. You're already, you haven't even set foot into the restaurant. You haven't even spent a dime. You're already busting my balls. So, no, this is not. That, that's just a preview. That's a preview of what you, that's a preview of what they would give you coming into your place. Like exactly, yeah. If this were an audition, you're getting sent home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no way, no way. No way. <laughs> like you're coming in already calling the shots. Like I don't, I can't even call shots in my own restaurant. You're not gonna call the shots. True. But I'm, that's what we've done. Is that the second people are like, well, how come you can't? It's like you know what? We're not doing it. Now. Imagine what happens when they order their salmon, if they're being like that. Oh, man. We're screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, sauce on the side. We're done. Well done, sauce on the side. So the the customer's always right, and the employees are your greatest asset. Tell me, you mentioned earlier about labor. What are your labor challenges at the moment? My labor, pardon me? Challenges. My labor challenges is, I think that in terms of uh, serving staff, I did a mass hiring. Mm -hmm. And because there was such a shortage of labor, I've hired a lot of uh, like entry-level positions of people who have no experience, which was the only way I could kind of fill these positions like uh, like busboys. And why are they because, open? Are they open because uh, people are uh, health conscious as far as uh, fear COVID? Or? Not, not at all. I don't know if you guys know in Canada, uh, this is part of the problem, but not the entire problem. Uh, because restaurants and businesses were closed, the government was paying people like basically like it basically it's like everyone was on on unemployment for the last year and a half. Okay. 
So people are choosing to stay home and collect, uh, like, uh, what is it? Like 500 a week. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. 500 a week instead of going to work. So it's, it's a similar thing that's happening here. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So basically people are, are, and this was a thing that saved us initially, like to like save uh, workers. And because it, it was like, a, it was called the CERB, which is like the emergency, whatever. And basically people who lost their jobs got pretty, like very advantageous unemployment insurance. Uh, unemployment, they were just like, and listen, it's Canada, it's, it's socialist. Like I tell people in the States that, and also like, do you realize the government was paying um, 80% of our rent? during the pandemic wow. and 80% of our labor costs. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That No, I tell that to Americans and they're like, but you're talking like this is a socialist country, right? Like that's, that's what happens in, in times of extreme, like, like the restaurant business in Montreal would have been completely obliterated if it wasn't for this. Cause we've been shut down more or less, except for four months last summer for 18 months. That is interesting yeah. to learn. Yeah. Oh, so that you open in the summer and then they close you guys back down again? Yeah, we were open from like June till September and then they closed us from September to May. Man. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to need your help, okay? We did a show on mispronunciations recently in the restaurant. And the concept was that there are always there's so many borrowed proper names or or nouns uh, of uh of menu items, whether it's the creme brulee or, you know, you, I need your help in pronouncing some of the French wine. There are some mispronunciations, particularly in French, that we want to explore. But before we do that, that we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous grill patio sunset hard to get better than that unless you're browsing carvana's inventory while you soak it all in oh burger time so sit back get comfortable carvana's got thousands of cars under twenty thousand dollars just waiting for you i could stay here forever carvana where car buying meets comfort meets convenience download the app or visit carvana.com today all right. So, what food item, what food and wine items, do you notice that gets butchered in the restaurant industry? Where to begin? <laughs> um, definitely regions of France, like uh, and grape names. Like people say, like people say Sauvignon Blanc mm -hmm. and pronounce the C at the end. That drives me nuts. Okay, is Blanc. The C is silent. Okay. That drives me crazy. Um, I'm taking notes, like by the people, way. <laughs> I, I know, yeah. Go, go, good. I hope so. Uh, I mean, uh, there's also like, uh, do people say Chablis? Yes. Yes. Instead of Chablis? They do. Yeah. How? But I don't know, because everyone's bilingual here, man. Oh, well. Everyone's bilingual. Maybe I should ask, uh, let's, uh, Danny, let's, let, let's get some t for him to correct, right? Okay. Uh -huh. 
Okay, let's do that. Uh, am I saying it correct? Uh, this is not me. This is the popular how 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 it occurs for me. Uh, Vuv Clicko. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was okay. It was good. That was like a six on ten. It was a six on ten. Six on ten. Uh, Vev Clico. Vev. Danny, we're Vev. learning here. Yeah, I didn't know that at all. <laughs> okay. So it's, uh, what about, so it's Vev Clico. Very good. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Ten on ten. All right. Uh, let's see. What about the, uh, the, the creme brulee? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm giving you like that. I'm giving you full points. Confidence points as well. Okay. You're just like, what about the creme brulee, dude? All right. Good. And um, the the Moet and Chan... That's fine. And Chan... Oh, no, it's not done. The Chandon. It's uh, Moet de Chandon, right? That's good. Okay. That's good, man. We're not going to be too uh, We're not gonna be too picky here. So, like, be picky, all, be all specific. So, like, what's the benchmark in the... Uh, because it's not Moet, right? It's Moet. It's Moet de Chandon. Moet yeah. de Chandon. Okay. Yeah, but the thing is... Also, like, I always give people full points for trying. And that's, that's, that's how we are in Quebec. Like, because there's a kind of a, like, a French versus English language here thing. Okay. And what people, the only what people think get, get upset about is people who refuse to learn. Uh, yeah. So I like trying to do this. I like that. That's, that's very inviting. Not always. Like, if, if a French person comes here and my server isn't good at French, what they'll do is, like, they'll only care if the server doesn't try. Okay. Yeah. What about the Pouilly Fousse? Pouilly Fousse? Oh, Fousse. Dude, you're, you're, you're not going to have park, man. You got this. All right. Danny, you have any? Rough star. No, you're good. Rough star. I mean, I ask you because uh, <laughs> I've been trying to think you the told whole time me how to pronounce do... your, uh, your, your name, and it really, it really helps. Oh, how do, you say, how do you say the Italian region that starts with CH? The Italian region? I get a lot of Chianti's. Like Chianti's? Oh, okay. Yeah, you get People say shanty a lot. Wow. Okay. I haven't heard that one as much. Really? Yes. Uh, maybe you're going to shame us. Then. No, no, no. Because uh, <laughs> we get, so you, obviously you're in Quebec. We get a lot of the, um, the Spanish words down here because we have a, a, a big Spanish culture. So you know, yeah, um, yeah, but his name is definitely uh, predominantly Italian, right? You're Italian, aren't you? Uh, yeah. My dad's born there. Yeah. So he has the Italian and the French. Get some, like, Vaginas and stuff. Oh, vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is actually a thing. Uh, and then I'll it's have vagina. one more. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I researched this one, but I didn't. I couldn't research how it's how it's said. So I'm gonna definitely need your help. Uh, le client n'a jamais tort. Dude, you're cr you're crushing it. Le client n'a jamais tort is uh, that's Ritz, no? Uh, that's from the Ritz Carlton restaurants. Okay. He, yeah, he, as I was doing my research on who invented this, uh, <laughs> uh, he was the one that took the customers are you always right. And uh, Mr. Ritz, not of crackers, so, uh, <laughs> uh, applied that to different Ritz. <laughs> Is it though? I don't know. Imagine. The, can Is you Ritz imagine? Carlton I'm going to research that. Oh, Is Ritz Carlton Ritz crackers? What an empire! <laughs> <laughs> what an empire! No, no, the the name the rich comes from the, for the crackers. It's it's owned by Nabisco, so it can't be the same guy. 
Why not? Can't be the what same What if guy. they like stole his crackers? I, I think they stole <laughs> the idea because of the, the Ritz has been around probably before the crackers. I think the Ritz is a hotel. Really, what came first, the Ritz the I, th- I think the Ritz hotel came before the cracker and they call it the Ritz. So, <laughs> anyway. so it fits that style <laughs> of clientele. <laughs> What were we saying before? Oh, yes. Le, le client n'est jamais tard. Le client n'est jamais tard. That's good, man. You're doing good. That's awesome. You're doing good, honestly. And it, it, it's, that's like a, I, I'm very impressed, actually. Thank I would, you. So I, would, I would have messed that word all up. So I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that. Yeah, why is why is he the only one doing it? Why you got to get you? Because he didn't give me any notes for that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, well, here's a dynamic that uh, John and and Gabby, I got to tell you about. You saw how he threw me under the bus? Like I didn't give him any notes. I can't possibly give him any notes because he doesn't do any prep for the show ever. <laughs> That's his thing. Oh, okay. I He's freestyle. Winging it. Yeah. You know? He's a seat of the pants type of person. <laughs> By the way, uh, Ritz, Ritz crackers, it's not, it's not. Ritz. Right yeah. now. <laughs> no. Confirmed. Not the same empire. Confirmed. Different crackers. <laughs> 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 that was layered with meaning. I love that. <laughs> that was like 40% on purpose. <laughs> uh, yo, that was spot but 100% on point. Spot on. I was thinking it before, and I'm like, I'm not going to say it, I'm not going to say it, but then it just came out. Oh, <laughs> man, that was awesome. This is the pandemic filter thing. You're like, pandemic that, filter that's done. It. Uh, <laughs> sometimes the comedy is too good for me to, to filter. <laughs> you can't pass it yeah. up. Yeah. You can't. No, just just you let can't it be. It. It's okay. You do opportunities like this come once. Yeah. You got to right. talk it out. <laughs> now, Gabby, help me to help me to understand about your legendary key lime pie. Oh, you did do your research in Montreal. Legendary I, listen, key lime pie. If there's key lime pie, I'm there. So I'll tell you how I like my key lime pie. I like mine right at the edge of sweet and tart. Some key lime pies lean more sweet, and I'm not a big fan. And I like a little bit more of a generous graham cracker crust. How do you make yours? Pretty much like that, whipped cream topping. Okay. Whip- Is that the, uh, and we actually, we have a lot of customers that go down to Florida, a lot of snowbirds. Okay. And I'm not going to brag too much, but some of them have said that it's just as good, if not better than, what's the classic? Joe's Crab Shack? Joe's. Joe's. Joe's it, it, it can't be Crab Shack because that's a, <laughs> that's like a, a, a. It's Joe's Stone Crab. Yes, Joe's yes, Crab. yes. Joe's Stone yeah, Crab. Yes. By the way, is that good for people who live in Florida or is it good for tourists? It's good for everyone. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. Because okay, I'm, I'm often like, like, you know, when someone doesn't live in a place like, oh, I go here and then it, you, you just find out it's a tourist trap. So it's not a tourist trap. It's just legit. It, it's legit. It's it's a it's a very um, it's popular. You know, you're going to have to do some work getting in and they do have okay. genuinely have good food. They answer the phones. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine that they do. If we go there, are we going to be right? Now, Gabby, for you, which which Muppet baby will make the best manager? Oh. Oh. Which what? Muppet baby. Oh, boy. Do you like Miss Piggy? Oh, man. She would be... She just kind of bosses everybody around, and I don't think that even as a Muppet baby, I don't really think that she takes any... um, yeah, she's not having. I, I agree with that. Not a little bit. swear any shit from anybody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. that is true. 
Yeah, I yeah. I can't imagine. So I was throwing that program. I know. I feel like Kermit would be the pushover waiter who always wants to do the extra nice thing for the guests. Kermit oh, would definitely yeah. be a waiter. It's like, oh yeah, sure. okay, you can have an extra refill, no problem. <laughs> I feel like Grover would do the most. Yes, Grover. Grover would yes. get. He would be a bit too uh, too overextended. I think. Now. Yeah, and he would try to be like in every section being friends with everyone, helping everybody out, and then end up like, I don't know, losing his mind, <laughs> running around the dining room. Yeah, he would. He, he's the, I definitely worked with a Grover before. <laughs> I think we all have at least one or two Grovers employed. I, I think I, I have one here currently. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, try to help me to understand the no mods thing. The no mods yeah. thing? Oh, my God. <laughs> the burgers well basically like the hamburger for me in a restaurant is the most problematic item by far wow because it's not it's not one item it's actually like if you do the math about a thousand items because it's burger medium rare medium medium well this and then you go into the tree you know and then after i want cheese i want bacon i want this i want that so we have a legendary burger here. We grind it in house, and it became kind of like the only thing people were would order. What, what's the name? So we of just it? said, you know what? What's the name of it? So called a hamburger. Oh. It's normal. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing. It's nothing. We call crazy. it the tavern burger. The tavern That's, burger. Whatever. Okay. You know. Sometimes you do it with Wagyu beef. So eventually, it was becoming the only thing people would order. So we just took it out the menu completely, and it was a revolt. You know. How people come? actually walked out. People walked like because well, you made a tasty burger. Come on now, that burger back on there. <laughs> so, That's so one tasty burger. Then we brought <laughs> we brought it back, but we took the power back, and like it comes one way. That's it. Yeah. You can choose how it's cooked. You can choose to add cheese. That's all. That's it. Well, that's the only options they ever had, anyways. And that should have been the only options they ever had, anyways. Thank you very much. Yes. And, but now the thing is like. The threat is always like people getting it if they're not happy. I'm just like, it's off the menu. So people are just like eating it either way. I remember asking him like, do you want a French fry or a salad? The guy's like, I don't care, man. Just give, <laughs> yeah. just give me whatever you want. Like it's, 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 it's apparently that good. But part of the reason that it's that good is because we took it away. Ah. We took it away from them. And now we only give it to them when we see fit. Oh, by the way, apparently we're doing it tonight. My precious. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> First time since the reopen. First time since the reopen. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to have to call in sick. Oh, she's feeling the effects from her second shot now. Yeah, there yeah. You go. all of a sudden mentioned burgers. I'm like, oh, my arm. <laughs> oh, no. I'm feeling, I'm feeling flush. I'm not going to make feeling it. Flushed. <laughs> well, she had those two yesterday. That's why. Yeah, actually. Oh, yeah. wow. We're, so, we're, so it would be legitimate that I could call in sick if we're doing burgers. You're already, I, you're already not working. Time. <laughs> He's like, I already know you're fine. <laughs> 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 All right. And then we're going to leave on this last uh, suggestion for you. I'm coming to your city. Where do I stop first? Besides your place, as far as to just not a restaurant wise, just to see, you know, what's, a, what's an attraction for your city? Oh, so loaded. Like the first thing you get off the plane, what are you doing? Yeah. I think if it's nice, you could just walk around Mount Royal. Okay. Which is like, uh, like, it's like basically a mountain located right in the middle of the city. Just take a look at all the people going around. 
it's really kind of like the place to be in the summer. Everyone's hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Everyone's sitting on the grass. And it's also like you're very central. So you could walk to the plateau, which is one of our, our, our hip neighborhoods. You could walk to the old port of Montreal. Montreal is very kind of centralized in, in, in the more downtown area with a lot of neighborhoods. Okay. But you definitely got to check out the Mount Royal, man. And just look at the beautiful view we have. Awesome. So tell the, when we open up our borders. Tell everyone how they can uh, reach out to you. I know it's not by phone, so <laughs> don't don't be calling. Calling <laughs> only between two and four can you call? First of all, yeah, I don't care if your name is Ritz. Uh, uh, the best way to reach us is DM us on Instagram. There's at Tavern Square. Okay. That's Tavern with an E, which is the French pronunciation. Or you could uh, check me out at Bromelier MTL. That's right, Bromelier. Get it? Yes, I like uh, it. Bromelier MTL. That's the best way. Or you can reserve with us through Resi, and uh, that's that's the best way to reserve would be through there. And uh, we're happy to have you. Uh, you know, whenever you want. Just no groups to six. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. <laughs> Thank you, Gabby. And uh, we definitely will have to make it up to Quebec once the. Uh, uh the the borders open up and you let us drive across or fly across i should say it's too far to drive it's and the west coast right you love that you're the west coast no east east coast, coast. East, coast. Oh, east coast oh they're, yeah it's they're drive straight up. up we're like we're like it's like new york oh okay the same the same the same like right on the east coast there yeah, yeah. oh yeah we'll make that trip you got it guys reach out to us uh we are we we're are not making a reservation though we're just coming in <laughs> Just come <laughs> but, but I see two tables there. What, what <laughs> the customer is wrong, Bob. <laughs> I'm Marlon Joseph. We do this for you each and every week here at the Modern Way to Podcast. Reach out to me. I'm active on Instagram I'm at the Modern Way to Podcast. If you want to reach out to me via email, um, themodernwaiter at gmail.com. I do answer my uh, my messages, and uh, I've met several people through there and get so- show uh, suggestions, as in the one that I'm doing right now. <laughs> and look out for shift drinks on on Friday, and check out the uh, podcast in our uh, in our network. Uh, we are part of the One Star Podcast Network, one your one stop shop for your restaurant related podcast. We have the Copper and Heat, the Sidework Podcast, in your the- mouth. In Your Mouth podcast and Macaroni Zone and Confessions of a Server. server. Definitely, definitely check them out and let us know how it is. Thank you once again, John and Gabby, and we'll keep in touch. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. I'm Dan DeVilla. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Later. As the beat goes pop, pop, who the hell can stop that? Initiated, wake up with your head cracked, spitting nasty like the pimples on your back. Focused on pushing units from Cali to Cacabac. Got it moving, it's just keeping it on track. That's the opposition, talking superstition, better yet than intuition. Realizing the game, don't look you Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home, yes, cool, or attending one live, Goal! 
You can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.